The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Happy New Year, December 31st. 2022. Happy New Year and what a year it was today. And today we will announce for the 30th time the Cigar of the Year. Welcome to a special New Year's Eve edition of the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Ashtrayless Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Thanks, Ed Sullivan. There we go. We got our ashtrays. We got our shit together. Um, eh. What a year it was. Are we done yet? I want to start drinking. New yeah. Year's Eve. New Year's Eve drinking. One drink for New Year's Eve, right? Is that Eve, a right? thing? It's, it's amateur night. It's not the night to go Well, drink. I stay home, so. Yeah? So you can do whatever you want? Yeah. All right, we are going to smoke today what we said was the cigar of the year last year. And what was it last year, this year? It's still 2022, but we will be putting our coins away for the new one because we will be doing the cigar of the year for 2022. But the 2021 cigar of the year was and is? The All Saints St. Francis Toro. All right. And it's our first cigar, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by All Saints Cigars. The size is 6.5 by 52, and it features an Ecuadorian Oscuro wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single will set you back ten forty nine, while a box is two oh five ninety nine. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. The cigar stood up for what it was, the cigar of the year. Still great cigar. You've got to worry when it comes out. Is it going to... You know, it's a new cigar. It's a new brand. Is it going to yeah, hold up? Yeah, what level of consistency yeah. are they going to have batch to batch? And they've done very well. Very, very good. So it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Where's our audience today? No audience. It's New Year's Eve. And they're doing, what do you, uh, what do, you do on New Year's Eve? Order drink. Chinese food, drink? I, I think a lot of people get Chinese food, although you were early. Yes, yeah. I did it for, for Christmas Day. And, and you got to order in advance. And a lot of the Chinese restaurants have a very limited menu. At least up here they do. Yeah, you got to learn how to tip. And yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we don't do that on, New Year, on Christmas Day, really. Well, I go to a regular place where they know me, so yeah, what you anything want. you want, but... What I got it, them to live a 40 miles. What, what's, what's the move? You say throw in a dozen hoodies? That's it. Because <laughs> I saw Two dozen. Two, two dozen, dozen hoodies? Two dozen hoodies. 
Big crowd. Big crowd of Garofalo residents uh, in celebrating Christmas. New Year's, not so much. Um, very quiet. It's a, it's a quiet New Year's Eve uh, for us every year. Maybe I'll crash that party. Because, yeah, you, you pull a no-show. You pulled a no-show. Well, you, you told admit, me not to bring the mac and cheese. Listen, so was it that one the last greatest thing I had Christmas gift of all time? People were concerned, mm-hmm. and they said, well, did you call him? And I said, no. <laughs> and they said, well, maybe things aren't okay. And no. I said, things are fine. And they said, this is unlike him. Check to make sure he's okay. And I said, no. no. And then I came in on Monday, which was the day after Christmas, and it was, it's his day off. So you didn't come to work. And I got home, and... Uh, what did Jonathan have to say? I said, he didn't show up today. What do you mean? <laughs> and I said, well, it's his day off. And he goes, did you check on him? And I said, no. <laughs> what if something's wrong? I said, well, I'll know that tomorrow when he doesn't show up. There was, there was some lumberjacking because a tree came down the day before Christmas on the neighbor's house. So I, I was... I was occupied what, on why, the roof. Why does the neighbor's house concern you? Was your house in danger? My house is now in danger from the rest of the tree, but uh, yeah, you, someone asked for help, you help them. Really? But if your house wasn't in danger at all, would of you still help? Of course I would help. Yeah, you'd, be, yeah. you'd do the right thing. I have a chainsaw. He doesn't. I would have lost that bet. Dave, when's the last time you helped your neighbors? No. No. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Just when I was a kid cutting their grass yeah. and shoveling snow. But you wanted money. I wanted it sometimes. You didn't ask. Yeah. You did it. And then you hoped the right thing happened. Wow. But sometimes it didn't. Sometimes you get the wave. Thank you. You know how sometimes you look at a cookie and you think it's an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie, but it's not. It's an oatmeal raisin cookie. Yes. And you're and you're and deeply like, you disappointed. Off. Yep. So imagine if you had a soft. You, you saw that was at the Christmas party. We yeah. Had here at the imagine yeah. if you had a soft pretzel. And inside the soft pretzel, there are raisins. Yeah. That's what's happening on the cold draw here with this St. Francis Toro. Raisins should not be allowed on a cookie in a I'm cookie. A, it's healthy. I'm in agreement it with you. It doesn't belong on a cookie. They don't belong in a cookie, but this is raisins inside of a soft pretzel. Was that for my cookie comment or for his tasting comment? It, it was for Jonathan. Crickets are oh. always for him. Oh, okay. We haven't used it in so long. We're going to light our cigar today with Raisinets. the recoil. Raisinets? By yeah, Vertigo. Yeah, I see Raisinets. Yeah, okay. Chocolate-covered raisins. The recoil by Vertigo features single action. <laughs> <laughs> One jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. You got a big ass fuel window showing you just how big ass the tank is. Is this called recoil? The recoil. And on the side, you've got a flip out bullet punch at the bottom. Easy adjustment, all for the low price of nineteen ninety nine. How do they do it? It's volume, and it's the recoil by Vertigo. Now recoil is confusing. You'd think when you click it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some recoil. It doesn't. It doesn't match. When you line. let it go, it goes back. It recoils. If there was three jets, there might be a kick on it when you pull the trigger, but it's only one jet. Whatever. For 20 bucks, it's an amazing lighter. What I love is you guys do all that talking while I'm trying to do the pitch on the lighter. I finish and I go to light my cigar. And there's three whole seconds of of dead air. You could have saved all your bullshit for when I was done the lighter. So that's it. In the new year, in the new year, I'm going to be 1% less angry. Wow. So 103? I had to set I had to set a, a realistic goal. I can't go right. fully not angry, Good. but That's I'm going to reduce it by rating. 1%. He's like 150%. Start enjoying your life. Start 
living outside your box. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's ever lived Who in the a box. Who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> as, as me and Ed Sullivan are getting older. and we, yeah, we, we're mellow. Just starting to mellow out a little bit. Try sushi. Try kimchi. And then you talk to me about kimchi. I want, outside I want all my food cooked. It's cooked. It's just cooked with age. No. No. Well, I mean, there's certain sushi that is cooked. Like, you can have shrimp. But I know you don't like bottom feeders. Yeah. So. But you remember when Chef turned a vegetable into food? Mm. That had kimchi flavor to the vegetable. Kimchi is phenomenal. What is it? It's Korean. It's uh, cabbage, right? Yeah, it's fermented cabbage. Yep. Have, I'm, uh, I'm in, in the old days. Fermented they, cabbage. I'm off. I'm out. Dave, in the old days. It tastes like pickles. They would take it and bury it in the ground. In and a clay pot. Dig it up later. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm out. No, you're out. It's right. got a little spice to it. I uh, Over the, the Christmas, I made a kimchi salsa, which was just mm. putting the kimchi in the food processor. I like to say salsa. Salsa. And served that alongside the brisket. It was a huge hit. Really? No one even asked what it was. They just said, what is this? And I said, oh, that's a spicy nobody salsa. Nobody asked what, what it is, is but what they is said, this? Hey, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody really wanted to get to the bottom of the ingredients is what I was trying to say. Oh. Well, people uh, worry when you cook now. No, this was at the uh, girlfriend's family's house, mm-hmm. so they don't know me <laughs> yet. <laughs> So I, w- I want to. It's nice to see um, all the people putting out the cigar of the year, um, it, it paying homage to myself of coming up with this idea in 1992, uh, and now all the kids are doing it. Um, yeah, nobody did this besides me in 1992. You, nobody. You know what point they missed? That you just pick one. You don't put out a list of 25 well, or I, 30. That's right. Or- right, because. What? Who wants to be number two? You want to be Nobody. number one, or you know? And what people always say when we put a contenders out, well, what order are they in? And we're going to eliminate today. We're going to eliminate as we go on, but we're not eliminating in any order. Everybody came in second place, mm-hmm. so take your second place prize and be done with it. So and they only all get one wins. they all get steak knives. Steak knives, not a set. <laughs> we're going to split the set up. Each one gets one steak knife. Yeah, and. Uh, um, from 1992 all the way until Cigar Aficionado did it, nobody else did it. So what I think is I wasn't the one that was copied. I was copied by Cigar Aficionado, mm-hmm. but then everybody copied Cigar Aficionado. I was so – didn't matter what I was doing, so much so, that nobody even bothered to copy me. They didn't copy me till Cigar Aficionado copied me. Mm. Then everybody copied them. So I guess I feel less of being ripped off. You talked yourself out of the slate. Yeah, yeah. 2004. So I had it all by myself from 92 to 2004. 12 years. Good run. And it was important when I came out with it for those people in the first 12 years because it was the cigar of the year. There was nothing else. And then I kind of lost my juice in 2004 that it became Cigar Aficionado. But quickly, other people put out Cigar Mm -hmm. of the Years also. And for whatever reason, and again, I believe it's Cigar Aficionado, who came out with a top 25 list, everybody came out with a top 25 list, not a top 10 list, not a top 20 list, a top 25 list. It's too much. They could have duplicated David Letterman's success over all those many years and Mm -hmm. done a top 10. I think that would be fair. Yeah. And easy to do because- Then you'd say it was David Letterman's top 10. But you could come out with 10 new cigars and put them in order of 
greatness. The person being ripped off, though, the point here is it is Cigar Aficionado. I was thinking it was me all this time, only because I got 12 years before them. But they are the ones getting ripped off. Even their scheduling, all the things end up happening. That They drag it on for a long period of time. We, in one day, put out the contenders. Here they are. Boom. These seven people are in contention. And in one day, today, here's the winner. That's, That's it. it. Well, Dragon. there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, well, the fighting and not, the... Not to the, the, the not audience to the consumer, right. of these people dragging it on. How about one every single day? What do you think? You're opening up a, a thing with a... <laughs> give me a piece of candy if I got to open up one every single day, right? Um, so uh, who are the contenders? Who are the contenders for the Cigar of the Year? Uh, do you have that in front of you, Barry? I have it here. If you don't. I do not I have, have it in front of me. I have it on the screen. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there they are. So we have um, West Tampa Black Toro Maduro. And I say Maduro loudly because Maduro doesn't win often enough. By the way, we are smoking the All Saints cigars, which could be determined as a Maduro. Yeah, I don't it's know. A, it's, it's an Escuro. Yeah. And it is box-pressed, which is odd on itself. Mm. That that would happen, but um, well, there just aren't that many new box press cigars that come on the market, right? True. So uh, this is Rick Rodriguez. We had him on the show. We smoked it on the show. West Tampa Black Toro, very popular. Um, it's made in Nicaragua. It is in contention today for Cigar of the Year. Next up is the Eleanor Rose Revolver. That is also a Nicaraguan cigar. Um, it is by the Serene, folks at Sereno, made at La Corona in Nicaragua, um, and that got a 93 rating from Barry Stein. Mm. Uh, I love the cigar. It's a regular in my, on my rotation. I think you love it more than the rest of us. Okay. I like it, but... We'll, we'll be the judge of that and see how that happens. Next up is Terra Nova, New World, Terra Nova, uh, Arapriaca, Arapriaca? Araparique. Araparique uh, is the name of the cigar. Yes. There's no Q. Yeah, there is. A- you wrote, R- just A- because P- you wrote Arapiaca doesn't mean that's what's on the band. Well, it ends with an E instead of an A, so it's Araparique. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is from the Arnold Andre Company <laughs> out of Germany. He literally just tried to argue with <laughs> yes. me by pointing at his notes that he wrote wrong. <laughs> if, it, if it is wrong, it's possible. <laughs> Permission to treat him as a hostile witness. <laughs> Here we go. Um, it is um, a Toro, and it is contention for the Cigar of the Year. And if it wins, I better get my uh, wording straight on this one. Uh, next up is Aganosa Validation Corojo Gran Robusto. Um, this got a 94 from Barry, also Nicaraguan. So I like that one. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I smoked that. Yeah. All right. New down box, in Miami. New box press cigar. Hmm? That's true. Uh, fifth up is uh, Garofalo La Familia Sun Grown Epicure. Hmm. Uh, didn't want it to be in the contention because. Well, don't you have any say over the matter? No, uh, I have a little say. I have no. a percentage of, of the say. One fifteenth. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was the highest rated. Um, of all the cigars, um, 95 by Barry Stein is the most expensive of all the cigars. And the C- Connecticut version of this, which um, I think that it is, uh, the Maduro is my choice. Um, Cigar Journal picks it as the Connecticut is the best one. And I say the Sun Grown. So mm. hats off to the folks at Perdomo in Nicaragua uh, for making it um, because uh 
basically the brand is split into threes. I mean, everybody right. likes all three rappers that are on there. Here's the thing, though, right? Rated Barry Stein 95. I think you got to deduct like two kiss-ass points. Oh, at least two. Oh, the kiss-ass? And, yeah. and then what? He scores high, another two points? <laughs> um, Nesta Miranda, special selection Connecticut Toro. Uh, Barry Stein worked uh, with Nesta. Did he? Yes, he did. I How heard. you never told me? Yeah, I had something to do with that blend. There we go. Uh, I know ra- it's news to you. Yeah. Rated in the 94. <laughs> And uh, uh, big seller, great cigar, and it was as the um, the regular wrapper was the cigar of the year in the past. And the number seven and last one is Montosa Maduro Toro, another Maduro, and uh, that is in the Dominican Republic, also by Arnold Andre, which is the same people that made the Terra Nova, which is one company that actually has two. Different cigars in uh, in there, um, and we'll see how that plays out to them. Does that hurt them, help them? Not the first time it's happened either. No. So everything is scored between a 91 and a 95. Um, we have five Nicaraguans, one Dominican, and no, we have seven cigars, so we should have hmm. two Dominicans. Of course, yeah. we have two Dominicans. Two D- Dominicans from the same factory. And everything else is a Nicaraguan. Uh, and we have Maduros that are in there. Maduros, Sun Groans, and Shade. So it's all covered within here. Uh, those are the ones that are in contention. Um, but only one will win today. And we'll tell you who that is in just a little while. But right now it's time for the poll question of the week. And that is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. <laughs> and each week we post a new poll on the CigarAuthority.com. There's a new one up there now. But we asked uh, the best care package cigar, and you're going to have to tune into the after show to find out the answer to that. Ooh. The best care package, because we didn't judge this. It was the people in the care package. They filed in their votes over a week and a half, and uh, we have the winner. And the, the people did it themselves. We had nothing to do with nothing this. Nothing to do with this. And was this the thing that was brackets? No, this wasn't set up as a bracket. Okay. Uh, we had done that over five weeks, so we listed all the cigars, and... Uh, it was close between three cigars, but one stood out. So there must be five in each month. So yeah, there was it was sixty cigars. Fifty nine because the Black Friday was in there two separate times. Whoa. Huh. Black Friday twenty twenty one was in there twice. Wow, we duplicated. Mm. We try not to duplicate. And that was a mistake because Black Friday came and probably when we got it and then it came or whatever whatever reason happened, we duplicated. Wow. Interesting to know. Um, so on the after show, we're going to tell them uh, which who won. Who won. And if you're okay Are with Are we going to go in reverse order? Well, I'm not going to do all Coming 60. Coming 59. <laughs> but if Dave's okay with it, we'll do the reverse order of the top three, but we'll discuss that between shows and okay. find out which way we're going to go. All right. So uh, that's interesting. We've got to fill a half an hour. We probably should do 10 in reverse order. We'll do five. It's a 20-minute show. Yeah. There we go. All right, so we've been doing this since 1992, and uh, last year it was smoking at the All Saints uh, St. Francis Toro uh, from Nicaragua. Nicaragua has uh, won the last four years in a row. Oh, my god! And we'll see what happens this year. We have a lot of Nicaraguans besides two Dominicans, uh, but four years in a row. And I think that's what's been happening in the cigar industry. Nicaraguan cigars have been the ones shining as of late. Go back to 2020. It was the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. 
Um, Nestle Miranda, as I said, special selection that's in here this year, was uh, the winner in 2019. It's the Habano wrapper. Yes, Habano, good. Arganosa Leaf, that we have an Arganosa Corojo in contention this mm. year. They were in in 2018. So we're not seeing, uh, well, this one that was smoking here today, St. Francis, that's a brand-new company, uh, as we have brand-new companies uh, listed in uh, this year. Um, the Aladino Corojo, 2017. Mm. That is that amazing that that was six years ago? That is amazing. Time's flying. That uh, I, I remember him coming in. It was in the Nashua store, and Husto Aroa came in to, um, and I didn't really know him, really. I had met him and said no, hello or something. That's when he was called Gusto. Back Gusto. In those yeah, Gusto. It was, it was early November because we were in a buying freeze. We were getting ready Correct. to buy the inventory down so that we pay less taxes at the end of the year. And you left, and I said, don't buy anything. yes. yes. Take delivery after the first of the year, just repeating back your own information. And me and Ed Santa Maria, who's the buyer, sat with him and his rep and him and said, listen, we are going to buy this. Uh, it's just not today because look at us. We were loaded to the top. We got to get inventory down and we'll see you at the trade show, which will be in June. And we'll definitely do it. You have my word. And he says, that's okay. Here, would you like to smoke one? And we said, sure. And he opens a box of cigars up. We take a cigar out of there. We cut it. We light the cigar up. And literally 30 seconds into it, I turn my head to the right. Ed Santa Maria turns his head to the left. We're looking at each other. And we're like, wow. Holy God. And I'm like, oh, my God. This brings me back to um, Camacho. Mm -hmm. When Camacho originally came out. And I said, my God, this is unbelievable. We have to buy it. Mm. And we bought it. And I came back to you and said, that's it. We With your it. head down. <laughs> yes. And you handed me the cigar. And I'm like, you caved? Oh. And you have not stopped smoking them no. ever since. No, it's a great cigar. These cigars stand the test of time, let me tell you. 2016 La Galera, Connecticut. Still powerhouse seller. Uh, I believed in the Habano <clears throat> and said the Habano is going to be the winner. And the Connecticut. So it's weird sometimes. Even look at Garofalo that I say sun grown. I like Maduro the best. Sun grown is in contention. And you would think it's Connecticut, and Connecticut does outsell them. Right. But why is my palate different on certain Connecticut's that I end up thinking, and one's Dominican and one's Nicaraguan? But I would think the Habano would be best on both of those. Uh, Reclus Amadeus, um, still out there, but. Um, COVID kind of really hurt that company. They were uh, they were one man show. Scott Weeks wasn't didn't hit the road for two years and really hurt that brand. Um, BG Meyer talk about a brand getting hurt. That was Davidoff discontinuing um, because somebody had a piece of the action of that. Uh, they didn't like where uh, where it was going or whatever, and it was discontinued. Yeah. It was a great cigar. Was it Rob Weiss? Yes. Yeah. Uh, trademark. Another rough one. This is Hammer and Sickle. Uh, and you, you guys, if you listen to the show uh, this year, you know Hammer and Sickle uh, went away. And it was because of the war in Ukraine that a cigar brand made in the Dominican Republic goes away. So and, did the vodka. And anchored in Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah. What a shame. What a shame. Good thing is we've broken the kiss of death streak a long time ago. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Atabay, uh, 2012. Atabay to uh, most people is, oh, my God, that new cigar, Atabay, is the best cigar going. I agree with you. I agreed with you 10 years ago when in 2012 we named it the Cigar of the Year. And that's what we try to, to be, is look at these, look at what we say is the Cigar of the Year, then watch it 10 years later and see where we're at. Uh, you know, ha- having the All Saints Cigar now, seeing how it is a year later, then we said this was the Cigar of the Year. Did it stand up to test of time? We, we hope that's what happens. And that was an oddball because that was Costa Rica that we, we did that cigar in. Um, Ortsak, 2011. Ortsak, another one came and it went away. Uh, the company uh, sold out, uh, much like Hammer and Sickle. It sold out to me that uh, I ended up buying and have the trademark rights to it and everything. And who knows, someday, that was 2011, we bring Ortsak back and the many brands, one of which is La Mesla Cubana. Mm-hmm. from the same company, and we brought that back this year in a Rothschild version, which is sensational. Uh, Very good. Right? It was in contention for contenders. I smoked one this morning. There we go. 2283, 22 degrees north, 83 degrees west is Jesus Fuego. <laughs> Jesus Fuego back in 2010 uh, was a name in the cigar industry, uh, and he went around and did events and was a you know a familiar face. He got out of it completely to just run the factory and the, his parents uh, run the tobacco fields in many countries. Still make great cigars. That cigar still exists. Uh, I think it needs a facelift or something, but um, it's a great cigar uh, nevertheless, uh, and I smoke that regularly. Brickhouse, uh, 2009, that was uh, a time in the economy, if you remember, 2008. The economy was tough. Yeah. $5 cigar, right? And they came out with a $5 cigar, and it set the world on fire. And I think that's where we are today. I think the economy's hurting. I'll tell you, El Baton's on fire, and that's their <clears throat> new, lower-priced, fuller-bodied cigar. Yeah. I think I saw you smoking that this morning. I did. Essencia. Essencia were the people from Palio. Mm-hmm. And the company was sold to... Orleans Group? Or, nope. I thought it was all his group. Pretty John sure Tim it's all right. group. No. I can't. Quality importers. Let's go with that. Quality huh. importers. Orleans group is still the one, right? <laughs> Orleans still the one. I see what he did there. I see what he did there. So they own that brand. And when they went to this all accessory company, um, they decided not to put the cigar out as not to compete with. Uh, they make lots of accessories for cigar brands, and they thought they maybe would hurt them, but they still still have the rights to it. They also made the mistake of uh, putting yeah. the date on the outside, so yes. the 2008s were exceptional. The 2009s were good, but I always seeked out the 2008s. So Palio was sold to quality importers. That's what I said, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So we're just validating this is the end of the year. I might have made it all year without making a mistake. <laughs> well, we got you with the, the flub on your notes. Yeah, there. the well, Q. Well, did you check on me? Yeah, there was a Q in there. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Q. Um, 2007, Cuvée Blanc. Cuvée Blanc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you say, well, that brand isn't even out 
like like you say, Essentia, because the companies were sold, and then the, the other company decides um, or does something different with it. But they the were so whenever, big that a bigger company had to eat them up, which was Davidoff, right? Uh, and you'll you'll see when I get to uh, Cusano, that's part of um, the same brand. So 2007 Cuvée, great cigar. Uh, uh, do you think Davidoff follows Cigar of the Year and then just buys the companies? It's happened <laughs> more than once. It, it, you know, when when a brand gets super popular, the big guys that's when they want to buy yeah, it. They right? feel threatened by it, and they yeah. want to take it over. And that goes in all industries, not just the cigar industry. Uh, 2006, and I'll stand behind this pick, Chateau Real. Oh, I wish that would come back. That was Drew, Drew Estates. I'd still be smoking Connecticut Shade cigars if that cigar was on the market. I think it is. <laughs> I think it's called Brulee. Uh, I guess I just don't like the sweet cap. Yeah. yeah. Take the sweet cap off it. Mm-hmm. There is so a sweet I, I cap. It's, it's aged tobacco. Yeah. I, I would have yeah. to, I'd have to lick all the caps. Put them down, let them dry out, and then go back the next day. <laughs> so look it before you stick it. There we go. Is that what you're saying? Okay, too short. <laughs> uh, 2005. My rapper name is Too Fat, by the way. New guy comes into the industry. I knew him from before as a customer and then started working at cigar shops. And then he finally came out with his own brand. And he came out with two brands at the same time. And I may have picked the wrong one. Uh I picked Cabawan, but the one that really took off was Tatuaje, and that was 2005 Cigar of the Year. Cabawan was good, though. Very different for that time frame. Yeah. It had a little more oomph to Fuller it. Fuller-bodied Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I thought it was. I think it's the band that killed them, but. Yeah. Maybe the name. Well, you had the one with the silver highlights on it, and then you had the one without the silver highlights. This was without, as soon yeah. as it came out, and the it first one. it got lost because it yeah. didn't have that shine to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 2004, this Indian came into the cigar industry and thought he could take the world by storm, and he certainly did. Rocky Patel, 2004 mm-hmm. Cigar of the Year. Keep in mind, this was the first years of these brands that came out. 2003, Gurkha. And some people give me some shit about it. Gurkha's still around to today. And it was very different in yes. those days. And here was this new brand that came out, and it was Gurkha, and, it, and, and it, it set the world on fire, and it's still out there. 2002, another new cigar that came out, uh, bought by a company in, um, in Nicaragua, I believe, and uh, they brought it over to Honduras, and they turned it into Camacho, and it was the Camacho Diploma, mm. unbelievable mm-hmm. cigar. 2001 was Cusano Corojo. This is the beginning of the word Corojo, right before Camacho came out. Uh, so that that's interesting because Camacho was looked upon as the Corojo, but Cusano came out with it a year before. And that's the beauty of this thing. We're trying to look into the future of something brand new and this thing to have legs years and years after. Now, was was uh, Cusano using authentic Corojo at the time, or were they using one of the Corojo hybrids, 99 or 98? Well, this was before. This this was in 2000, so it was... So they we didn't even have yeah. the hybrids yet, so it, it, it was authentic it's Corojo. It's going to be authentic because it was the tobacco from his father, and his father's supposedly the one that took the this seeds. Is, I'm talking about Cusano, not All right, Camacho. my bad, yeah. my bad. Just follow along Yeah, there. Uh, listen, we, we didn't know what the word meant. 
and here it is in 2000, and, and what is this? Cusano Corojo, Corojo. Mm. Oh, no, it's just tobacco, and wait till you try it. <laughs> and it was fabulous. Uh, CAO Cameroon. CAO, still a big, big brand. Well, it became a big brand in the year 2000. Was that the one made at Perdomo? Yes. When I first started working for you, you gave me one blind. Yes. And I t- swore it was a Perdomo, and you go, I'm going to give it to you, and you showed me the bottom of the box. Yeah, box pressed, mm. Cameroon, uh, fabulous cigar. That's when Cameroon was freaking unbelievable, mm-hmm. yeah. the taste of that. Uh, much like Corojo was when that first came out, of the taste of, of it. Uh, 1999, Phil Zangi and Rocky Patel joined together and start Indian Tobacco, and that was the cigar of the year. There was a consistency problem in that brand. Remember, the boom is still going on now. And all cigars had consistency problems at that time. And you, when you get a good one, you got a good one, and that's it. But it still exists as Indian Motorcycle today. 1998 brings on um, a young man um, who um, leaves the, um, the Navy, later goes on as an air traffic controller, and starts a little cigar brand called Perdomo. And this is the Perdomo uh, La Tradition Reserve X, and it was a torpedo problem with the with the word X later on, and later the name ends up changing, and it's and it's Perdomo, maybe the twentieth anniversary. Um, Nineteen ninety seven, La Flor Dominicana, mm. and they had a, a a Connecticut shade cigar, and it was called mm-hmm. Alcalde, mm-hmm. and it had a lot of flavor. It was a great great cigar. Yeah. Um, 1996, Puros Indios, you're hearing um, talk of the brand um, um, Aliados. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two. Aliados was for JR Cigars only, and Puros Indios was for everybody else. And there was a full-bodied Honduran in 1996. Again, we're in the cigar boom days now, mm-hmm. uh, and that was the best that, that came out then. 1995, I believe he's still in business today, is Felipe Gregorio. And Felipe Gregorio, I believe, was making the cigar uh, in Honduras at uh, Aroa mm. at that time. 1994, Butera Royal Vintage. Mm. Great cigar. Yeah. That was bought out by, at the time, Con- uh, Consolidated Cigar. Now it's known as Altadas. It was a little pipe maker much like CAO was, and uh, it was growing so fast, they were making it for him, and they bought him out just like they did Cusano. He's doing too good. 1993, this is probably number one cigar sold in the world today, and in 1993, it was released. It was Romeo and Julieta. Wow. Do you remember what size? It's the, have- bu- the Bullies, one of the biggest yeah. sellers. Yeah. And in 1992, the first cigar of the year, which was now another brand that was sold off, not the company was sold, but just the brand was sold, was Fonseca. And that brand was sold off to my father just a few years ago. Um, the, a company doesn't sell the company, they just sold the brand. <laughs> uh, so those are the cigars of the year, and whoever wins this year is going to be um, in that group, and I'd say it's a pretty strong group. Uh, I dare other cigar people to go over there, top cigars of the year. Uh, I went over 30 of them, mm-hmm. and uh, I still stand behind every single one of them to say it, they were the right choices. And nobody's will be as diverse as yours because you picked cigars that came out that year. Yes. So 
It's, it's interesting to look at. That was the whole idea behind it. Here it is all these years later, and um, we'll, we'll see what people – at the beginning, I want to tell you right now, you're going to be surprised at what's going to win for the Cigar of the Year, and there's going to be a lot of people that say, I never had it, or um, what are you kidding me? This one should have been beaten mm-hmm. that one and stuff. And then you look at it a couple of years from now, and I promise you, you say, wow, you know, look at Atabay today. People were saying we were out of our minds 10 years ago. You guys are out of your mind. This cigar is going to have no legs. It's not going to last. Oh, we're going to see. And everything in between. Uh, so this is All Saints, St. Francis, the 2021 Cigar of the Year. How's it burning for you? How's it tasting? I think it's tasting better than ever. You know, a, a great chef might tweak something somewhere along the lines the cigar's firing on all cylinders. Whether or not he tweaks something, I don't know, but it just seems more robust, more flavorful. Flaky smoked salt dipped in clover honey. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. This, this is uh, out of Rocky Patel's factory, Tarragusa in Nicaragua. And not only this, everything coming out of there. Mm. Tarragusa played for the Ravens. It's Tavagusa. Tavagusa? <laughs> <laughs> for the Ravens. Okay. All right. December 31st has been wrong twice today. He made it all the way to this time. There we go. All right. When we come back, we are going to put away the Perdomo Challenge coin. It's over. Uh, the do you have your coin. All Saints Challenge coin? Uh, if not, you can get one, and uh, we'll tell you how you can when we get back. It's New Year's Eve, and we have the 2022 Cigar of the Year to announce. When we come back, we're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. 
a natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking the All Saints St. Francis 2021 Cigar of the Year for the last time as last year's Cigar of the Year. We have a new one, and we're going to get to that in just minutes. Each year, the Cigar Authority will issue a coin, and we have one right here, and we do it in December, and the coin will be issued for that year. You see the 2023 one right here. Uh, It's been mailed to all the people in the Cigar Authority care package. Also, if you want one, uh, all you have to do is visit the Cigar Authority broadcast. Uh, If you're not a member of the care package, you come by and you visit the show, and we give this to you as a little memento when visiting. For 2023, just 1,200 coins were made, uh, and never again in exact form, making this unique. Each year, the coin will look different because the sponsor on the back of it will change. We asked the winner of the Cigar of the Year if they want to participate, and they said they would be honored to do it. So here we have the 2023 All Saints Cigar Challenge coin. And here's how it works. Uh, the owner of All Saints Cigars is Mickey Pegg and Frank Leo. They own cigar uh, All Saints Cigars. And the story of the challenge coin goes like this. A coin holder may challenge the owners of All Saints Cigars by slamming the coin down in a cigar lounge, cigar bar, or at any event that you see either of them at. And if Mickey or Frank does not have it to show his coin at that moment, he agrees to buy you a gift, maybe a cigar, a lighter, a cutter, a drink. He's going to buy you something. Maybe a house. Who knows? Car. I would expect a cigar if they have it on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just for you, as you're the first person, if there's a line of people standing behind you, it's going to be the first one that gets to them first. 
Um, if Mickey or Frank was challenged and shows their coin, then they owe you nothing, and you agree now, because you made the challenge, to buy one of their cigars, if available then, or you promise to buy it the next time you see them at the next store that you see that cigar at. That's how it goes, and that's it. If you challenge Mickey or Frank, please post your outcome on the CigarAuthority.com and show us that you got them. I'd say um, Nick Perdomo got creamed last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, and each time I'd see him at a trade show, he'd say, oh, my God, I, I forgot the coin. I got hit up three times already. Um, and it, it's not like one person that day, but you, everybody can't stand behind that guy uh, that just that did it. But many people went over to the booth. Many people slammed their coin down to him. And uh, he says, holy shit. You get a lot of people in the cigar industry in your care package, which is amazing to me. It's not just consumers; people in the in the industry, uh, you know, wrap some well, things like that. What better way to get a good feel for what's going on in the cigar industry than to be smoking along with the Cigar Authority? There we go. So it's working out. It's working out good. So it's time to do it. It's time to announce the cigar of the year of the 2020 cigar of the year. And uh, you you heard the, the um, contenders who they are. Um, so we're, how we're going to do it is we're going to eliminate it, but we're going to eliminate the contenders in no particular order. It does not mean that they were second to last or that if they're number seven. So the seven, next one you say that was second place? No, not at all. Everybody comes in second place. Except for the last one you announced. Correct. It comes in first. All right. So there's no particular order. But the first one we're going to eliminate, we're going to start right now. Got the least amount of votes. <clears throat> it's not. Not at all. <laughs> first in a long line of losers. Is a favorite of Barry Stein's. Uh-oh. Oh, it's it not good. It won the Cigar of the Year in 2019 with a different wrapper. The cigar is made in Nicaragua. Barry gave it a 94 in its second highest rating of all the cigars today. It's also the second in the lowest price of contenders. Eliminated is Nesta Miranda Special Selection Connecticut. Wah, and I, and I call it the Van Halen of cigars. Because it sucks? Well, the, <laughs> the hardcore fans love David Lee Roth. There's a section that loves Sammy Hagar. The Connecticut Sammy Hagar. Nesta Miranda sells to this day like crazy. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Like crazy. It is a great, great value cigar. And now the Connecticut version, which should out even sell the Habano. It's not even close, though. No? It's still, it's still too new. Okay. The Habano goes by the box. They haven't announced it, but they didn't take a price increase last year. They're going to have to take a price increase in 23. It's actually too low of a price. Yeah. You think it's not good, but it's great. It's a great cigar. Uh, certainly in contention. Uh, it didn't win, but it came in second place like all the rest of them, right? Okay, the next one eliminated in no particular order is made in the Dominican Republic. I just realized something. Yes. This means that this is an opportunity for Barry to have gotten it wrong six times because he rated all the cigars. Yes. Yes. Nice. So the I was dreading this segment. Now I'm looking forward yeah, to I it. I figured you would. So next eliminated is from the Dominican Republic. It is the same price as Nesta Miranda. It's another great price cigar. These were the second lowest price cigars in the contenders. It is a go-to cigar 
in the contenders for Mr. Jonathan. Next eliminated is the Terra Nova, our Parikh. I do Tora. smoke it often. I said it right. There we go. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm a little turned on. There we go. <laughs> so the Terra Nova is out. The Nesta Miranda is out. And the third eliminated is also a previous winner of the Cigar of the Year with a different wrapper, like the Nesta Miranda. It tied with Nesta Miranda as the second highest rated of the contenders by Barry. It's made in Nicaragua. Eliminated is the Agonosa Validation Corojo Grand Robusto. At least he's still mispronouncing that one. And you know Terrence was trying to get me to spill the beans when I was in Miami. I told him I did not know, and the voting was not complete. I think he's currently up in New England. Yeah, I saw him smoking in the cold. Yeah, he was down in Connecticut on uh, Tuesday. Okay. Um, All right, so three down, four to go. Or three to be eliminated, This is getting really exciting. It's supposed to be. That's how how we're doing it. I'm a quiver. (laughs) Fourth cigar eliminated is probably my favorite of the whole bunch. I didn't rate them, but I would have gave it the highest rating for me. It's also made in Nicaragua. Eliminated is Eleanor Rose Revolver. Oh, no. that's You love that. Love that cigar. And yet you couldn't make it win. Couldn't win. Uh, boy, certainly a contender for me. And uh, I love it. I smoke it all the time. Uh, great cigar. They're all great. Mm-hmm. These are the greatest of all the cigars that came out. These were the seven greatest, according to us. Um, so that leaves just three. Two are Nicaraguans, one is Dominican. Two are Maduros, one is a Sun Grown. We have three cigars left. They are West Tampa, Black Maduro. They are Garofalo La Familia Sun Grown, and they are Montosa Maduro. Uh, I think you're going to be surprised who's going to win, but right now, let's ask the Don by Don Rafael Cigars. <laughs> Time to ask the Don. Smooth. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. There's two things that bother me about that read. <laughs> One is it was written by Dave clearly. Yeah. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. So you could just say Don Rafael cigars are premium, and you could leave it at that because we right. already know their cigars. Yep. And that is in, in the awkward pause, Don Rafael cigars at the beginning <laughs> of it. I hate that. All right. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and this dude gave me some shit for not responding, so I'm just going to remind everybody. I get 30 to 40 emails a week. I do not respond to them unless it's a direct question that, I, that needs an answer specifically. Yeah, we we respond on the show if it's good enough to make the show. If it makes and it the is, show, but and some now people you're going to get a response. Some people have legitimate questions about humidity or storing their cigars, and I do my best to get emergency back to them. situations. Exactly where where it may not make it to the show. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure they get the information. So Father Nicholas writes a suggestion for the contenders pack, and how appropriate wow, is this? Wow, you had a father mad at you. <laughs> well, there's a lot of fathers out there that don't like me, <laughs> including my own. <laughs> 
I am smoking through the 2022 contenders right now. Mm-hmm. This came in on December 7th. I have a suggestion to make it easier, more engaging, and perhaps even more purposeful Whoa. for those who are participating to evaluate. In the pack, include the Cigar Authority review of each, a scorecard, and a rating system. Help me tr- keep track of what I'm smoking so that by the end of it, I can give a better mm-hmm. evaluation. Maybe something along the lines of how y'all evaluate the Cigar Journal reviews. Help us learn to evaluate and rate cigars. You would think Dave would love more information. He loves that data stuff. Signed, Father Nicholas. So, Father, I'm going to answer you from the review standpoint. A review is one person's opinion. Including the reviews with the containers pack might sway said opinion. And I think he's just really asking for a review sheet to go along with each cigar so he can... You know, I, di- I didn't mention it earlier on, but I'm going to mention it now, that your answers are part of the puzzle of picking the cigar of the year. This is not whoever gets the most votes wins. But because a manufacturer could skew that data by having their ent- entire We've staff vote. We've right. seen it happen. And plus, it's not, it's not that also. It has... Partly, the person that doesn't even know they're voting, which is a big part of it, comes in and he buys a single of the cigar, or he buys the care pack, he buys the contenders pack. He comes in the next time and he buys a handful of one of those cigars in the contenders pack. doesn't say anything. Just buy some. And the next time he comes in, he buys a whole box of them. And this happens between the three stores and online that we have. How many hundreds of times that it ends up happening? Yeah. And then you see somebody voting with their wallet. They've choose to, to make that vote at that point. So they think it's a damn good cigar, and they start buying it like crazy. Then we have our employees that are here, and this is what they do for a living, and they're trying to we blind taste them, test them all the time that they're trying cigars without bands on it, and they say, wow, this is really good. Oh, it was this. It was that. And that happens. And then we gather all the information together and say, this one, this is how they came out with the people voting. This is your employees, how they voted. This is how Barry voted. Um, this is how sales went on these things, and we gather it all, and there's no denying it. At, at a certain point, I say, like, geez, I love the Eleanor Rose. I think the Eleanor Rose is the best one for me. That's the one I want to win. No, it's eliminated because here's the data of what ended up happening, and you and you can't take it away. There's a, I don't think we've ever got to the point where we the cigar comes out and it says, that's completely wrong. Now, I've had three customers during this evaluation portion specifically say to me, I'm buying a box so that I can move this up. Good. Absolutely. It's fair. Yeah. You like it that much? Buy a box. So everybody doesn't agree 100% on anything. And I'm, there's never been a time, even when we're picking the contenders, that I agree 100% with the seven cigars that were in here Nobody's agreeing to it, but I agree 100% with Barry. No, it's ugly. (laughs) It's ugly. But what we're trying to do is add another one onto this list that 10 years from now I can go to and say, look at this. Remember when this cigar came out? Nobody even know what the hell it was. People were saying, you're out of your mind. This is it. And the cigar is like the biggest thing going. It's brand new. Of course it's not the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. It's brand new. I 100% agree with Jonathan. There we go. Wow. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds real. It feels (laughs) easy. It's Memorex. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. Next week is the State of the Industry Address. Oh, I'm interested in that. Yeah, we'll tell you what's going on. Uh, this is facts-based information, mm-hmm. unlike a show we do later on. Which, that- so people understand, you've been writing this to yourself yes. for many years. And when I was a customer, you would read it to me. And I said... That's where we're at right now. You should, you should read this Correct. on the show. And you you started doing. I feel that. like we should set up a podium in front of the stage, and Jonathan Whoa. and I sit behind you, like in the Senate, and Ed Sullivan announces you. Like Put the, the podium speak- right between you. Yeah, Ed yeah. Sullivan announces you like the Speaker of the House. We used to have a podium. We used yeah. to have one. What happened yeah. to the podium? I don't know. Maybe it's in the closet that doesn't get mentioned <laughs> over there. This here? It might be in there. Studio B. Yeah. Could be. No, it's not. Jonathan, you've been in the closet for a while. Have you seen it there? Really? It's got to be. It's got to be in the basement, or it's got to be in the pod, or it's, or it's or it's gone. It might be in the pod. Hmm. I remember a smaller one too that we got one on coasters on on wheels. Yeah, one. that's the one I thought you were talking about. Oh, and I was talking about the big heavy. No, no, one. the big heavy one's gone, gone. Okay, that got sprung cleaned. Maybe we'll have a podium next week. Maybe we won't. <laughs> the following week, uh, we're going to invent ways to smoke in the winter. So start thinking about this, inventing ways to smoke in the winter without freezing. Is moving to Florida an option? That's an yep. option. All right, cool. I got could, one. Could build an igloo. <laughs> yeah. Then we have uh, episode 666. Oh, boy. So those that are in the care package, do they get? The- I have three yeah. sixes they, they in my social security now? number. Uh, no, actually, really? they did not. Yeah. Their cards were charged today. Uh, the first show doesn't happen until January 8th. Uh, so this will ship. Uh, yeah, it shipped yesterday. Okay. So so they'll know they'll, they'll know when they get this beast. <laughs> this <laughs> guy, the beast. Woe to you. Episode 666. And the 28th, and Barry, you can start working on this now, the Urban Dictionary Cigars Discussion. Oh, no. Does it have to be Urban Dictionary related to cigars or Urban Dictionary to make you blush? No, related to cigars. We're going to get some cigar, urban, and we can make some up. Like and, the glory hole? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Order the Winsky. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Um, and then we'll move on to February uh, from there. But uh, January is coming up. We, and you'll see January, February, March, uh, we have um, nobody coming in. There's no cigar manufacturers it's too cold. or anything. Yeah, it's too cold up here. So we're going to play games and have some fun uh, and smoke uh, different cigars for different reasons. And then we move into, uh, you know, and I got a lot of this stuff figured out all the way to, again, to, uh, to August. And that's wow. thanks to the folks on Clubhouse that uh, they hooked it up every once in a while. Uh, I, I don't want to say every Tuesday because we certainly haven't been doing every Tuesday, but it's a holiday season. Yeah, I would love to move it to Wednesdays. Just saying. Yeah, there's a get, problem. Get, get over the hump with Clubhouse. What's Jonathan's problem on Wednesday? Can't I don't have school? a problem on Wednesday. No. Huh. We might be able to do that. All right, we'll talk about that and, and other things. Uh, okay, let's let's get to it. Let's get to uh, the final three so we can pick a winner and light that cigar up in the next hour. So uh, let me uh, tell you about the three cigars left that are not eliminated yet, and they weren't eliminated for no particular reason. One of them is the winner. Of course, he hasn't been eliminated, but in no particular order. We have West Tampa... Um, 
the West Tampa Black. It is a Maduro cigar from Nicaragua. It is very popular. It had a, uh, we had a big event with it in the store mm-hmm. where Rick Rodriguez came up himself and did a different day in each one of the stores. We had him on the Cigar Authority. It went over very, very well for a brand new cigar. This is its first year, a new brand, a new company. Um, lots of rebuys happening on this brand. Big attention right out of the gate. It is a Maduro. It sells for $10.19, affordable and approachable by anyone. The next cigar we have in contention is the Montosa. It's from the Dominican Republic. It's also a Maduro. It is the lowest-priced cigar in the contenders at $6.40. I choose the natural uh, better myself, but overwhelmingly the Maduro outscored. Uh, I was surprised to see that. Um, and the last one is Garofalo La Familia Sun Grown. Barry gave it the highest rating of all the contenders. Um, but, uh, but we've seen him be wrong four other times yeah, today. Yeah. So, uh, it is $10.99, although uh, a great value. It is the most expensive cigar in the contenders mm. at $10.99. Um, so let's move on to uh, the elimination, the next elimination. Let me cut to the chase and get this over with uh, because I was certainly hoping it didn't get in there. Uh, is the Garofalo La Familia Sun Grown is eliminated? Uh, I didn't want to hear let the fix in happen. If, if it won, it won, but I didn't want it to win. Uh, I say thank God it lost because people would have said, yeah. It's your name, you know, you, somebody gets promoted and they have the same last <laughs> name as me and say, oh, that's a coincidence, right? Everybody think it's not because the person worked so hard to get promoted. Listen, Nicholas Perdomo has earned the spot that he's in. It's a in tough that spot company. he's in, though. It's a tough spot yeah. and he earned it. So yeah. just because his last name says Perdomo is not the reason why he's in that spot. Yeah. So, uh, but I want to say congratulations, Perdomo, for making this cigar, uh, coming off of a 2020 Cigar of the Year, uh, which was in Maduro, uh, making such a great sun-grown on top of it, and uh, we'll get into it um, later on of um, Cigar Journal picking the Connecticut as top 15 uh, Cigar of the Year with the Connecticut version of it. All three rappers. I mean, somebody's saying great things mm-hmm. about all three of them. And keep in mind, this is a big seller um, for the biggest seller for um, our cigar um, and the champagne, which is the biggest seller for Perdomo. Uh, again, I was worried, but uh, we were beat out uh, by somebody, and we're going to get to that now. So uh, we have two cigars that are left. So here they are. We have a Dominican and a Nicaraguan. We have the Dominican Montosa Maduro and the West Tampa Nicaraguan Maduro. Oh, Two so Maduros. It'll be Black. a Maduro winner. Yeah, West Tampa Black. Uh, what is it? West Black. Tampa Black. West Tampa Black and um, Montosa <laughs> Maduro. Both the Maduros. West Tampa is the Nicaraguan, slightly over $10. Montosa is Dominican and slightly over $6. <laughs> Both cigars are new this year. Both and all seven cigars are worthy of the cigar of the year, but only one wins. This is not one and two. Number one wins. Everybody else is number two. All six tied for second place. And here we go. The winner of the 2022 Cigar of the Year is... 
Montosa Maduro. Wow. Surprising pick for some, uh, but between the value at $6.40 in our economic times, the lowest price, this brand kicks ass. Um, I don't want to say it wasn't close, but it was a big lead for Montosa. Huge selling cigar all year. Came out in January, and it sold consistently well and grew and grew. Uh, as far as sales go, I think it's a perfect time for the lowest price cigar since La Galera in 2016, which was a $6 cigar back then. Here we have it in 2022, another $6 cigar. It's Montosa. Congratulations to Arnold Andre, a company out of Germany, making the cigar in the Dominican Republic. The 2022 Cigar of the Year is Montosa, Maduro, Toro, and there we have it. Whoo! Like giving birth. <laughs> it is. It's over. And listen, I know we're going to get a lot of shit for it. We always do because you like this one better and I like that one better and this and this. A lot of work goes into this to make this final decision up. They are the winner, Montosa Maduro. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to light up the 2022 Cigar of the Year and tell you how and why it is our new champion. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine 
Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Rick Rodriguez from West Tampa Tobacco Company. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with the 2022 Cigar of the Year, Montosa Toro. Congratulations to them, and welcome back. I am putting down my All Saints St. Francis Cigar of the Year down and picking up our new champion, Montosa Maduro. What do you have on this, Barry? Well, today's cigar is the Cigar of the Year. It's the Montosa Maduro, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Arnold Andre Cigars. The size is 5 and 7 eighths by 54. It's a Toro, and it features a Mexican Sumatra wrapper, a Mexican San Andreas binder, and fillers from Condega and Esteli in Nicaragua, as well as Brazil. A single will set you back 640, while a box is 108.80, and if you're too far away from a brick-and-water retailer that carries it, try 2GuysCigars.com. That's the number 2, GuysCigars.com. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So a new champion is born. Good for them. 
Very toothy wrapper. A little yep. chocolate-covered graham cracker on the cold draw. Dark chocolate, not milk chocolate. Mm. He ain't wrong. He ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Recoil by Vertigo, featuring single action, a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. How big? Just take a look at the fuel window on the side. It's the whole damn lighter. Whoa. You got a flip-out bullet punch at the bottom. Easy adjustment, all for the low price of nineteen ninety-nine. That is the recoil by Vertigo. I like a single flame once in a while. Single flame, pinpoint accuracy. It's good. Vertigo, big year for Vertigo. Big year. My goodness. And we got some stuff out. There were shortages. Twenty twenty-one. A lot of shortages. Look like we we're starting to get some. Uh, stuff back in back in order, back in stock. Yep, for sure. You'll hear about shortages and all that stuff next week as the state of the uh, cigar industry address goes on. But um, let's talk a little about the 2022 Cigar of the Year. This is the press release going out December 31st, 2022. It's going out right now. Marks the 30th time the Cigar of the Year was announced and awarded. This Cigar of the Year award was given out on the esteemed cigar podcast called The Cigar Authority. Esteemed? Yeah. Was How did we word. get that title? Who made that up? This team takes their assessment very seriously and takes everything into consideration when giving out the award. Availability, consistency, quality of, and of course, flavor and value are just some of the criteria that separate <coughs> separates yeah, a good you cigar. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you okay, Dave? <laughs> well, you didn't care about him on Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> that um, are just some of the criteria that separates a good cigar from a great one. And once again, we have a clear winner. The 2022 Cigar of the Year is Montosa Maduro Toro. The Montosa cigars are hand-rolled in the Dominican Republic by Arnold Andre, a German-based cigar company founded in 1817, finally making its way for the first time to the United States in 2022. After 205 years, uh, they are off to a tremendous start. The Montosa Maduro measures 5 and 7 eighths by 50 ring gauge and features an oily San Andreas Sumatra wrapper surrounded by Mexican San Andreas binder and fillers from Condega, Nicaragua, Esteli, Nicaragua, and Cubra, Brazil. Montosa Maduro is full-flavored and with aromas including espresso, earthy spice and ground pepper, and a flavor and aroma that wasn't enough. At the time of shortages, price increases, and limited editions, Montosa is readily available and easily approachable with a great price in addition to their quality. The price of this outstanding cigar is just $6.40 after scoring 92 points. For all these reasons, Montosa Maduro Toro is the 2022 Cigar of the Year. Today, Montosa becomes only the 12th Dominican cigar to ever become Cigar of the Year in 30 years. Montosa cigars are available in four sizes, the short Robusto, Robusto, Toro, and Churchill, and also available in an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade version in the same four size formats uh, for those looking for a lighter, creamier smoke. Creamy. Congratulations <laughs> to Arnold Andre and Montosa Cigars, the 2022 
Cigar of the Year. Now, if you were zesting a lemon, Ed Sullivan, yes. you're familiar with that activity because yes. you've done it many times. Many times. While eating 72% chocolate that was Ooh. infused mm. with white pepper. So you get the zesting happening in the air, the aroma, mm. the oils, the, the lemon zest. It's, yeah. it's aerated. And then you're eating the chocolate. That's what I'm getting on this. I got to 100% agree with the lemon, but I'm thinking fruit stripe bubblegum. Mm. Fruit stripe bubblegum is so delicious. After about six chews, I swallow it. I can't have that gum anymore because I automatically go into the swallow. What the hell is wrong with you? Dude, it's I'm you're a cigar. grown man. Yes. I can't have it. I like no. it. When you're on the toilet, you blow bubbles. Yeah. What's his... Never mind. So, uh, we've jumped so what kind of shit are we going to get for this? We're going to get shit that... Um, it's a low price cigar, and there was better cigars. Whatever. It's uh, take the band off the cigar. I've done it a hundred times already. And you give this to somebody and say, "What do you think?" And they say, "I don't know." Fourteen dollars, more than double the price, is what I get. I, I did it with somebody that uh, that you know that kind of rubbed you the wrong way, <laughs> and. Uh, it was a, an event we did up here, uh, but he said that he thought it was a specific brand, and if it was that brand, it would have been 14 to $17. I, I get where you are with the brand. I'm, I don't get the person, but... Um, a lot of people rub them the wrong way. Yeah. I'll say this. Seven. You know who I'm talking about now. No? no. I'll tell Seven? you during a break. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hear shit from it, and we we may even hear shit from the other contenders that their cigar is better than the other cigar and stuff. You came in second; it was close uh, to to everybody else. Just to be a contender for all the cigars that come out, that there's only seven of them that end up making it. They they they're fabulous. I I would bet that we're gonna be the only one that picks this as the Cigar of the Year. Of all the people that pick cigars, we're going to be the only one, as we were the only one that picked Atabay, as we were the only ones that pick everything that happens along the way. That's why I love to read it out. It's like, oh, God, he's going to read all 30 of these again. I, I think that every time. Right. But it's important to end up looking at it that um, we saw um, the, the Ash Holes, for instance, and... The Ash Holes is different. They pick a cigar of the year, but it's got to be something they smoke during that year. That's all, how simple it goes to it. And last year, they picked the Rocky Patel 60. And this year, Cigar Aficionado, a year later, picks the Rocky Patel 60. The first cigar of the year they picked a cigar of the year was La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bull. And then years later... Cigar aficionado picks it. The whole idea is to pick it when it comes yeah. out, yep. not after it's already proven <laughs> itself and say, okay, it's already there. The whole idea is to to know it going in. No, in the case of the Ashles podcast, they are, they're smoking those cigars that may not have come out that year. That you know they kind of have that rotation going. Yep. So you could have a legacy brand have a vintage of tobacco that really stands out, and it could. Become cigar of the year, yep. but the best that's, cigar we smoked. But this that year is on the, show. The, the criteria is clearly set as what is the best cigar that you smoked yep. for that year. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Is it based on one drawer or is it based on the whole thing? No, 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 the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that myself, to be honest with you. But right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum, as crazy as that is, from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) (laughs) A hospital in the city of Toulon in southern France was evacuated in a panic Saturday after an 88-year-old patient arrived with an explosive surprise. A World War I-era artillery shell inserted straight up his rectum. The freaky-deaky senior decided (laughs) to insert the artillery shell for some pleasure when it became stuck. No word on how long the shell was identifying as a butt plug, but the war ended 104 years ago. (laughs) This one gives true meaning to fire in the hole, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. It wrecked him. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. (laughs) It wrecked him. It wrecked him. Montosa Maduro... That's what we're smoking. Fabulous cigar. Strength-wise, I know I'm going to say the... You want, want me to say the number? I, I'm gonna write, be, I think I'm going to be higher than you. I'm going to write it down. This is what I have. Seven. I am higher than you. Really? I have as an eight. What? Yeah, I wrote down six. Six, seven, eight. Tell us what the answer is. Six. Thank you, Ed Sullivan. I agree with Ed Sullivan 100%. <laughs> oh, I got to get that one. <laughs> Six makes sense to both of you because I say it's a seven, but Barry, eight, why? Because it, it it's so full-flavored. It, yeah, but it, it, the, the, the pepper hits me. I, 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 I feel it. Um, it's not a first cigar today. It's very full-bodied, full-flavored, too. Yeah. It just, the strength to me creeps up on you. For a cigar to get into sevens, Eights, um, usually is expensive cigars, too. Usually, yep. That's what you see ends up happening. So we have a fuller body. You're saying it's more than medium, both of you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's medium plus. For a $6 cigar, where are you going? There's nowhere else to go at that kind of price. This is a tremendous value cigar. Tremendous. Um, All right. Uh, let's go to break because we have uh, letters in the mailbox to get to a prize to give away, and we got an after show to do, and we got a. It's New Year's Eve, so uh, we got we got things and places to go. We're Barry live wants to drink. Yeah, we're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989... 
Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year, and the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the 2022 Cigar of the Year. It's Montosa Maduro. It's the Toro version. They're all great, but the Toro one seems the middle one or something. I like the short Robusto, too. They're, they're all good. Uh, try one. Go to your favorite brick-and-mortar store and ask for Matosa Maduro, and they're going to say, I don't even know what that is. Well, they should get on it, let them know, give them a, give them a little hint that there's a great $6 cigar out there. Uh, even the, uh, the, the shorter ones. Especially in a high-tax state. Yeah. Great cigar. Okay, we got to move along. Uh, let's get to it. Let's get to the confessional, and it's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. 
brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? So, uh, Mr. Jonathan, he wanted well, it. I, I got to believe you did something with the Chinese food, but we could save that. He wanted this for whatever reason. He wants I got to get this off my chest. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, he ate electin. No. Where do you want to go with this? <laughs> no. So, Christmas Day, the girl and I go to her parents' house, and I said I made the mother a gift. The gift was a charcuterie board. I didn't make it. You bought it? I bought it. Now, I, I painted it because the back, the bottom was a little rough, so I sanded it, painted it. I put a bunch of coats of urethane on it, and I put little uh, felt feet on it. Mm -hmm. But sure. I didn't make it. The color scheme matched her kitchen perfectly. But that's how I bought it. So other than putting the urethane on it, I didn't have much to do with that charcuterie did board. You, did, you, did you cut the cheese and... Put the stuff oh, on. It. I did. I cut the cheese constantly. Uh, but That's because it's that damn diet you're on. I did get a selection of cured meats and cheeses, and I picked up some ramekins. So the messier ones, like the blue cheese and the brie, they got their own ramekin uh, with some ramekin. olives. What the fuck is a ramekin? It's a little bowl that you put on a charcuterie board. So why can't you just say a small bowl? Because no, it's, it's called a ramekin. A ramekin. There's a whole section. I don't want to of, know what you're ramming, so it's There's a whole it. section of ramekins at every store that's Did you ever it. have creme brulee? Yes. You know, the sort of smaller, yes. fluted. The small that's, bowl. That's a ramekin. It's a ramekin. You know it. You know the words. Absolutely. Right? Really? Like Sullivan knows we his way around something the kitchen. today, Barry. My wife has that all the time when we go out to eat. I'm going to tell her, do you know what that bowl's called? That's right. She's, she's going to fucking know. No, she's going to say, yeah. She's going to say, ramekin? Well, this is the first time I ever heard it. When it comes to the kitchen, there are two stupid people on the panel. Yeah, not how to eat. Yes. Because I, I made sticky toffee pudding for Christmas, and did, I made that in ramekins. By the way, did people write in saying how enormous we looked on TV in, in the office? <laughs> None Me yet. And Barry looked I enormous. looked fucking huge. <laughs> I hated it. I looked at it. I'm like, oh, my God, after watching it, I'm like. And Mike Weinstein called me up, and he's like, we need to do, like, the after shows from your office. No. Just no. sitting Ed around. Ed Sullivan would be out at that point. Shooting the shit. Yeah. Yep. It's not happening. I told him I would mention it, so I'm a man to my word. But it, it wasn't, we're not that fat. No, uh, the camera adds 50 adds pounds. 50, and look Bad. at how skinny Jonathan Jonathan looked, looked good. <laughs> if anything, that was the best you've ever looked. <laughs> wow, man. I didn't oh. like the angle of it. No. No. Good thing there wasn't a monitor, because I would have oh, squashed that show yeah. at the beginning of that. But we were drinking. And uh, you know, I guess it didn't matter. People said we need to drink more. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what we need? Penance. Yeah, we do. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, I've had worse. Smoke one of each Robusto, huge Toro Churchill's All Saint cigars this week. That's every, quite a bit, though. Every relationship should be based on honesty. He didn't even make, do that. He didn't make the charcuterie board. He painted it, and mm -hmm. he put felt pads on it, and he put the I stuff on top. I spruced it up. He modified I told them I made it, and they believed that I cut the boards and made the circle, and I didn't do any of that shit. I let them believe it. Yeah. Do you think they really believed it, or they thought Sammy helped? 
maybe maybe they think that that's what the mistruth was that yeah. my woodworker brother did it. Uh, Mr. Jonathan did not show up on Christmas Day at my house. He did not bring any food or take anything home with him. Which <laughs> so I'm even. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> to me, that's the best. My gift. guests were very worried about him through the whole thing. Of hey, did you check on him? And I go, no, I didn't check on him. Hmm. And they say maybe there's something wrong. You there was check something him. wrong. I was on a roof cutting a tree that fell on my neighbor's house. I just one thing led well, to another, and you, I couldn't. You were missed, and it came up many times, well, including the following day. Thank you. Of what happened to Jonathan? The following day, I was also on the roof. He and he was off that day, and I said. Did he come to work? And I said, no, he didn't. And then they really panicked. And I said, yeah, I don't well, miss it's, his work. Day, it's his day off. And uh, well, did you check on him? No, I didn't. I said, I'll see if he shows up on Tuesday, and I'll know he's fine. And Tuesday came, and there he was. So he's fine. <laughs> You'd alert me if, of course. if you died or something, right? <laughs> Somehow, some way. Okay, we got a prize to give away. Let's do it. All right. This week's best email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Monte Cristo. And this week, they're giving away a pen. The pen might have lotion in it. It doesn't. It's a beautiful pen, though. You might be writing in whiteout. <laughs> uh, there's a set I got of. Pen, I got nice pencils, by the way. <laughs> I got a set of nice pencils for Christmas. You love a pencil. I love a pencil. And you love a pen. I do. What are, what's the best thing to get you? Pencils and pens. <clears throat> I like them. Not socks and underwear. I got a pair of socks. Really? A good pair? I will wear them next week All right. and bring them in. Y'all going to love them. So really? they have the middle finger on them? Do they have uh, the Grinch? They don't. Also, there's a pocket square and a lapel pin. It's it's an old movie from the 70s. Ooh. You're going to like this. All right. Smokey and the Bandit? No. Godfather? Jaws. Oh, no. Following. Jaws socks? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jonathan. The yeah. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Carl writes, classic three-way show idea. Why not tally up classic three-way points for the whole year Ugh. or make every weekly win worth one point? At the end of the year, the panel member with the most points wins, and the losers have to do something embarrassing, like do the show in one of their wife's outfits or shave their heads, either of which is just another Tuesday for Mr. J. Mm. So you'll have to come up with something for him. I'm thinking he's watching The Godfather while eating nothing but lectins. Just a thought. But might make wow. for some excitement throughout the year as you track the points and trash talk. Yeah, but we'll who's going to do that? We'll eat macaroni and pizza yeah. and watch The Godfather. That would be horrible for Mr. Jonathan. And Barry and I would love it. We'd enjoy 100%. watching The Godfather. The two of you are going back on keto tomorrow. Yes. All right. So you're not <laughs> eating mac and cheese. I got a, I got a few trips though planned, but I'm, I, I have to do something. I have you can to you can stay keto on your trips. You know they they serve meat at the re resorts, and you're not ready to inject yourself every week. Inject myself? Yeah, with that. Oh, with the thing? No, no. He's scared of needles and yeah. heights. I'm not scared of it. You wouldn't have been able to even look at me on this roof, by the way. No, no. There's no, no way. Uh, G writes through the contact us page of the Cigar Authority. Com. Hello, Jonathan. I'm curious to know what you think will happen the day the embargo on Cuban cigars ends. Will you guys carry any Cuban cigars if they become available to the U.S. market? All, be all the best, G. Of course, we'll carry them. But I, I think I would put a sign up that say, buy a beware, Cuban cigars. All sales final. All sales are final. Mm -hmm. uh, because the construction problems and the issues and all that stuff – 
I, I just can't imagine somebody paying that kind of money and the cigar un, tight draws, underperforms, and the amount of people giving you your money back. It will be the end of Cuban cigars as we know it. The day the embargo ends will begin the, the, the plummet of people believing it's the greatest yeah. thing ever, and it'll drop within a year. There will be nothing worldwide. Well, that's what I think will happen when they're paying a hundred bucks each for them. Crazy. Well, that's that's part of the problem. If the embargoes ever listed, and we do carry them, and we have a bahiki on the shelf for three hundred ninety dollars, a hundred dollars, whatever yeah. it is, and the guy thinking the ones he gets for twenty dollars are real, he's going to think that you're a ripoff. And yeah, yeah. It's the worst thing that could happen to the cigar industry. The following message was submitted via snail mail. Really, a handwritten letter, gift package. Oh, and it came with prizes. Dear Cigar Authority and Mr. J, in the spirit of Christmas, I wanted to send you each a small gift of appreciation. I make these ornaments every year, and I couldn't think of anything better to send. The appreciation of the reliability of knowing the show will be on every week. For the last three years, I have always looked forward to my Monday morning commute, knowing the show would be on. I typically have a long commute, so that's my time to relax have a cigar, and listen. Now, if I'm not already on the email contender, let's see if I can win over each of the hosts' vote. Dave, I'm a dedicated listener. I've sent gifts, and I've kissed ass, so I'm confident in his vote. To win Mr. J's vote, I have to agree with and insult him. Mr. J, fried chicken is fried chicken regardless of bone-in or bone-out. Insult later to come. Barry's vote... I just have to let him know of my military service. Mm -hmm. I was in the Army Reserve for six years and did training across the U.S. and Germany. Last but not least is Ed Sullivan. To get his vote, Ed is typically the hardest to sway. He is. And the only way I know is to pick on Mr. J. (laughs) So as Yins, I don't know what that means, may have noticed, y'alls may have noticed, Mr. J's ornament is a torpedo. Because I heard he likes the tip. Uh, boom, boom, <laughs> ching. Barry liked that the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all twice. again for being my favorite podcast. <laughs> if listeners want their own ornament, reach out to me on the MeWees. Joe Rack. P.S. Mr. J, opening Dave's mail is a federal offense. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rack. R-A-C-K-E. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was Racky. Okay. Uh, I got mine. Yep, I got mine. I got. I only. I have one ornament on my Charlie Brown Christmas tree, and it's you this. You got a Buelo, I got, I got Garofalo. Yep. What'd you get? What brand? I got uh, Aladino Corolla oh, Reserve. I, I didn't get oh, anything. we're gonna open yours on the uh, Ashles. Well, he's got my vote already. He's got it anyway, so yeah. you don't even have to open it. No. You can open it now. It's right there in front of you. Do you think I should? You could. Joe, right. I will reach out to you in a private message on the MeWees to confirm your address. And since shipping's paid for, if you want to add anything to it, you can let me know in, uh, when I message That you. would be the ultimate thing of, of giving back again to say, yeah, throw a box of uh, oh. Montosa Maduros in there. Oh, yeah. What, what do you got? Ah, uh, Neanderthal. And there's no way you can get the band off, so it's a real Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that shit's it. lacquered on there. <laughs> It'll never fall off. Same as it? regular ones. <laughs> All right, the after show, uh, Barry, we are doing it immediately following this. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the care package of the year? Yeah, the care package, uh, the best cigar from the care package. According to? According to the people that are part of the care package. And... Uh, 
I guess we'll go five to one. Five, four, three, two, one. Yes. Okay. Mm. All right, we'll get to that. That'll be interesting to see what they thought the best was. But this is the time of year Mr. Jonathan gears up because he wants to win the classic three-way. So we're going to get to it now. Is it going to be based on the day we're recording or based on the 31st? uh, It is December 31st. Oh, see, so he probably studied. Whatever, let's see. Let's see if he gets it. It's time for the classic three-way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona, and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. Light. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Because this is so important. I have 10 questions and oh, one tiebreaker. Oh, that's bullshit. 10 and 1. So you can keep going until I lose. Nice. <laughs> well, the ones you study for, I'm sure they're uh, here. Are they all sports questions? Maybe. <laughs> what is, uh, who was our champion? I think it's Ed. I don't know. Did I win on Christmas? I don't remember. Well, I'll do it. All right. We're going to go to you first. Okay. Born today, Anthony Hopkins. Welch actor, Elephant Man, Silent of the Lambs. He was born in Wales today. Anthony Hopkins, what year? Uh, 1935. 35. 35. 1940. 40. 1942. 42. Ed Sullivan will take it. He says 35. It was 37. So without going over, remember, is the way this oh, goes. Yeah. Ed Sullivan has a point. On to Mr. Jonathan. Born today, John Denver. John Denver, American pop singer, leaving on a jet plane. That's how he went down. Uh, Country pop singer, Sunshine on My Shoulders, Calypso, Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Uh, He was an actor on Oh God. He was born in New Mexico today. What year? That is 1931. 31. 1950. 50. 1952. 52. You guys are over. Mr. Jonathan will take it at 31. It's 43. Mm-hmm. 43. So Mr. Jonathan has a point. Ed Sullivan has a point. Moving on to Barry Stein. Born today, Donna Donna Summer. Donna Summer? When I was in broadcasting school, I got a bad rating because I said Donna Summer. Donna Summer. But it's Donna Summer. American disco and pop singer and songwriter. What are you doing, Mr. Jonathan? I'm allowed to use a calculator to do the math. Love to love you, baby. On the radio, last dance. She was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Donna Summer. What year? 1943. 43. No, I think it was 1947. 47. 1953. 53 is over. 47 will take it. It was 48. Oh, I two, almost got it. Almost got two points, but you did get one, and you have two points. Mr. Jonathan has one. Barry has none. Back over to you, Ed Sullivan. The General Motors Corporation becomes the first U.S. corporation to make $1 billion, billion. in U.S. dollars this year. $1 billion for the first time. General Motors, 
billion dollar corporation. I think it was 1981. 81. Year 2000. 2000. 1977. 70, everybody's over. 1955. Wow. 55. No points busy. will be awarded. And cars didn't God cost have mercy that much. on your soul. No, they didn't, but a billion dollars, mm. right? Uh, over to Mr. Jonathan. Match game. Remember that show? Gene Rayburn. There it is. Debuts on NBC with host Gene Rayburn today. The match game. I should get something for Gene Rayburn. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, dun, enough dun, of that. Dun, 1960. Dun, dun, dun. 60, he says. 1967. 67. 1970. 70. Mr. Jonathan will take it at 60. It's 62. Tied up with Ed Sullivan. It's a tie Fuck. game here. Mr. Jonathan, two. Ed Sullivan, two. And Barry lagging behind with a goose egg. Oh, boy. On to Mr. Jonathan. The Beach Boy plays their debut gig under that name as the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. The Beach Boys plays their debut gig under that name. The Beach Boys, because they were known as something else before. But as the Beach Boys, what year was that? The first time the Beach Boys played, Mr. Jonathan. Uh, it's Barry Stein. Barry Stein. Mr. Barry Stein. Nineteen fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. Nineteen sixty-two. Sixty-two. Fifty-one. Fifty-one is way short. Sixty-two is one over. Fifty-nine says Barry Stein. It was sixty-one. Barry Stein is on the board. On the board is Barry Stein. I was closer. <clears throat> Two to two to one. The Monkees. Just Ed Sullivan? This is Ed Sullivan, yep. I'm a believer. Hits number one and stays there for seven weeks. I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. You know who wrote that? No. I'm not telling you. Do you know? I do. Oh. Um, Let's see. That would have been... Oh. 19... 67. 67, he says. 1964. 64. 69. 69. 67 is one over. Fuck. 64 will go to Mr. Jonathan. I think Neil Diamond. 66. Neil Diamond. Oh, nice song. I think he did. Mr. Jonathan is our leader right now. But I've been so close. So close. Mr. Jonathan has three. Ed Sullivan has two. Barry has one. We have two questions, three questions left, and one tiebreaker if needed. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Evil Knievel fails at his attempt to jump Snake over... Snake River Canyon? To jump over the Caesars Palace Fountain oh. in Las Vegas, breaking his pelvis, fuma, wrist, hips, and both ankles. Femur. Femur? It happened it's today. It's not fumar, it's femur. Uh, 1951. 51. 74. 74. 72. 72. The 70s are over. Mr. John will take it at 51 at 67. You've got to be kidding me. 67. Mr. Jonathan has four points. Ed Sullivan has two points. Barry has one. We have two questions left. Oh, Jesus. Can you believe this? Who's, who's, is this to Mr. This is Barry. Barry. The Cars. The Cars. They play their first gig today. Isn't that interesting? The first gig for the Beach Boys and the Cars was on New Year's Eve. Hmm. But the Cars played their first gig ever today. What year was that? 75. 75, he I says. I had 76. 76. 1972. 72. For the first time, somebody has two points. Come on. Ed Sullivan. Damn you, Ed Sullivan. 76. Way to catch up. Whoa. Tied up 4-4. Four to four. I know about the I Cars. Knew, I knew this would be exciting. We have one question <laughs> left. We have four points for Mr. Jonathan. 
Four points for Ed Sullivan. One point for Barry Stein, who let me down today. He could still win, though. One question left. No. Yeah. If you oh, get yeah. two this time, then we've got to go to the tiebreaker <clears throat> yeah, and get two could. more. Yeah. All right. Ed Sullivan, listen to this question. All right, I'm listening. Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks joins Fleetwood Mac today. Again, on New Year's Eve, these people forming this, they join Fleetwood Mac that already existed, but these two girls jump in. Lindsey Buckingham. Actually, Lindsey Buckingham was a guy, and eventually the two of them got married. Or they might have been married when they joined. Lindsey Buckingham as a guy? Yeah. Who's the girl that just died? Uh, Christy McVie. Oh, okay, that's right. So Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks joined Fleetwood Mac today. What year? Ed Sullivan. 1973. 73, says. 1960. 60. Uh, I can't win because I got 73. 73. Both years get a point because it's 74. So one point for Barry, one point for Ed Sullivan I at five. The champion, that my puts, friend. That that's it. Ed Sullivan is the champion. Wow. Good game, Ed Forever. Sullivan. If I didn't win, I'm glad it was you. <laughs> Well, thank you, Barry. So just for shits and giggles here, Ted Bundy escaped from the jail in Colorado today. Did he? He did. Was he escaped this recent? New Year's Eve. No, it wasn't. It was years ago. Oh, the guards were all drinking. Yeah, because he's- 1958. No, it was later than that. Uh, it was probably like 1980. 77. Two points for, for Barry <laughs> oh, Stein. I know my serial killers. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have serial killers. So remember that if we're ever in a thing. Serial, serial killers, killers for 500. Phone in to Barry Stein on that one on serial killers. Um, all right. That's awesome. Um, okay. That is it. That is it for Can us. Can it really be over? It, it's over. It's well, over. we gave them a, an extra 20 minutes on the Christmas Eve show. Yeah. So we'll short it by 10. We'll short it by 10. Thank you, everybody. All our advertisers, all our listeners. Uh, thank you for another great year, the greatest year ever for the Cigar Authority, and a greater year ahead in 2023. Congratulations to all the contenders in the Cigar uh, Pack. Even uh, the losers. All great, and especially to Montosa Maduro, the 2022 Cigar of the Year. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, we got to get word out to them all the way in Germany, and uh, maybe I'll make my way over. Dave, they have a phone. You could call them in Germany. I'd like to deliver the trophy oh. to them. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Let's go on a road trip. Road trip. <laughs> road trip. Next week, it will be 2023, and I will once again deliver the State of the Cigar Industry Address. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you the Cigar Authority. See you next year. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.